on hard facts. I don't just bring you the news, I bring you the newsmakers. Consul General of the US Consul General in Lagos, giving her first ever interview in Nigeria. Claire Pierangelo. They come to me because they know Lagos is listening. I love the way you engage Nigeria, especially with this work to the supremacist Nigeria. They still be among Nigeria than you are We talk to the newsmakers. The special assistant to the president on digital and new media, Tolu Ogunasi. Frank Mba has just walked into the studio. Yawande Sadiku. Yawande is the executive secretary of NIPC, the Nigeria Investment Promotion Council. The senior special assistant to President Muhammad Buhari on public affairs, Mr. Ajuri Ngelali. We talked to captains of industry. She's the founder and CEO of Tomato Joss, one of Nigeria's biggest agro-industrial businesses. Her name is Mira Meta. He's been selected for Forbes 30 Under 30. His name is Inyolua Aboyeji. We talked to the experts. He's the chief economist at Business Day. He's a big friend of the show. Don't so be clean. He's the head of the Department of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NIMR. Dr. Bamidele Walofu. And we talk to you. I found Mr. Usman through hard facts. He's a listener. He sent us a WhatsApp message when we were talking about the scanners at the port. Give me your afternoon and I'll give you the answers. Defections help or harm democracy. It's always happened in the Fourth Republic, but recently it seems to be more commonplace. We hear about a politician switching um, allegiance from one party to another, even or especially um, elected officials. And that brings us to our big hard fact today. The Supreme Court has ruled that Nigerians elect political parties, not candidates. Now, why is this fact important? It raises an ethical question about defections. If I am a senator, but in the eye of in the eyes of the law, the people did not vote for me, Sandra Ezekwesili, but instead voted for my party, the Hard Facts Party, why should I remain a senator when I defect? Or should I leave the Senate seat behind for the Hard Facts Party that actually got elected? Then the PDP thinks that, well, this is actually what should be happening. And in fact, the party is threatening to sue any more of its members who chooses to leave for the APC without resigning from offices that they won on the party platform. The PDP is reacting to a recent wave of reactions, uh, uh, defections that um, has seen uh, seen the PDP lose three governors. So you have Dave Umahi of Ebonyi, Ben Ayade of Cross River and Belu Matawali of, uh, of uh, Zamfara State. Now, the APC will point out that, well, PDP did not complain last year when Godwin Obaseki moved in the opposite direction in Edo State. But I'm not going to make their cases for them. They're here on the show and they'll make the cases for themselves. Let the parties speak. Uh, when Governor God, when, uh, uh, when uh, the, the horses are in the room, there's no need uh, to speak for them, right? Now, what are the ethics of defection? What are they? I have two mem- two party members here to debate and discuss this. In the red corner, representing the umbrella, is a frontline Lagos PDP strategist, Demola Olarinwaju. Welcome to Hard Facts. Demola, I think you're muted. Hi. Hi. Hi, Sandra. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Can you speak up so that we can all hear you? Because your voice is very faint. And then um, switch your device to landscape mode so that people get a better experience of you in the blue corner we have representing the broom a member of the young stakeholders of apc and the executive director communications for red shagun tomori welcome to hard facts 
Thank you very much. Red Bull Media. Nice to ha- be with you, Sandra. Mm, good to have you here. Lagos, of course, you can join the conversation, right? Uh, if you have uh, uh, thoughts about defections, go ahead and share them with us. Uh, do you think elected officials should keep the seats that they leave when they, when they, that they won uh, with a particular political party? What do you think causes defections? The numbers to call for women, 01465-7190. For men, 0700 993-993-993. the PDP just lost three governors to the APC. We're hearing rumors that more may be thinking about crossing. What's causing all of these defections from your party? What do you them? I mean, what we've heard is that, you know, the federal government, you know, which is... Uh, um, the federal government has been intimidating governors into joining them. Um, you know, on with using various um, state agencies, um, you know, and um, if we remember what Adam Zoshima, the former chairman of APC, said a while back, that, you know, once you join APC, your sins are forgiven. So, you know, I guess, you know, that's, that's what some of them are doing. Um, I mean, we, PDP, politically, understands the tactics. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, what has been affected is our democracy. It's the idea of democracy, the fact that, you know, you, you can sit back during election period. Um, all you just have to do is win, the fed, win federal power by all means. And then, you know, you lure governors to come over with federal power, you know, by intimidating them, by luring them and so on and so forth. Um, I've not yet seen the official reaction. But um, from River State, but if you if you follow what happened um, within the last couple of days, Imo State recovering 43 oil wells from River State, you know those kind of things show you that um, there's a there's a um, there's a slant. You know, there's that sense that you know if you are part of the federal government or if you are in the ruling party, um, there are some things that will come to you that will be of benefit to you. And I frankly think that you know these things are not um, these things are a bit anti-democratic. Um, but I think that, you know, eventually it is not, it will not necessarily help the party that is luring the governors over, you know, to, to, um, to, to put up structures in those states. Because in most situations, what you have is that the person who is defecting is not really defecting with the full, um, with the full uh, cabinet or with the full structure of the PDP in those states. And you still have people who remain behind in Zamfara State. The deputy governor is still a member of the PDP. Um, you know, Umahi defected, but it, the PDP reps, the PDP senators did not defect. Same thing too with Cross River. So I think, yes, at the end of the day, it affects democracy and it makes them, um, although it might make, you know, the ruling federal government feel good about itself, but um, it is... Um, it is neither here nor there, eventually. But it is a proof that, you know, the ruling party, you know, is um, anti-democratic most of the time. Because the concern is clear on how you can defect, you know, and why you can defect. You can defect if, if there is a split in a party or if a party is factionalized. But when the party is not factionalized and you just decide to defect, then, you, you know, you have, to, you have to wonder. But like I said, you know, um, it will also be both ways. You would also have it both ways at some point. Hmm. So, so you know, I think that, you know, it's, 
deficient for democracy. Yes. Let me come to Shagun. Shagun, what do you think is behind all these uh, PDP governors crossing to your party? And what do you think about uh, Demola's take? Thank you very much, Sandra. You know, I find it very amusing that um, Demola can be saying federal governments are luring the governors. Like, the governors are some low-level appointees of the president. It's very shameful and very laughable that any governor, what is, what is onions, chief executive officer of a state, can be leered by, leered by what? Of the APC. We're in opposition for 16 years. The leading lights of our party. Hmm. We seem to have connection State. issues State there. What oh. is, you know, Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Now we can hear you, yes. Oh. Okay, okay. I said... Mm, that's uh, quite unfortunate. I remember at the point in this country, if allocation, LG allocations... Hello, can you hear me? Yes, but, but the, network, the me? network keeps dropping off, unfortunately. Uh, once you start talking, wow. it drops off. Oh, my God. Oh, uh. my God. And I think I'm in the best position. Okay, just okay, go ahead. Can you just, hear me? Yes, just go ahead. Oh. And off we go again. Perhaps put, maybe put your video off and let's see if it works with just audio. If you can hear me. Okay. I said at the point in this location, I see, you know, and okay, okay, with just audio. Let's try that. Hello? Hello, can you hear me now? Yes, go ahead. Okay. I said, um, I find it amusing that Demola can say the federal government is luring governors. Mm. And that's the reason they are defecting. You know, governors as chief executive officers of their states are not low-level appointees or any appointee of the president. They are elected as much as the, as the president is elected. So it's very shameful. That, you know, very shameful uh, thing to say that governors are being lured. And so because of that, they are defecting to APC. Hmm. And I also said that at the point in this country, we had a, we had a, a governor, former governor of Lagos State, mm -hmm. you know, that stayed in the opposition, despite the fact that LG allocations for, for his state were seized. And a lot of intimidation uh, went on in that administration, that PDP administration. Hmm. But he stood his ground. You know, to galvanize the opposition hmm. from one state to state and to, you know, galvanize uh, the opposition to win at the center. You mm -hmm. get those are men of principle. So, concerning, I'm very, uh, I, I would like to say this, Sandra, that yeah. I'm very ashamed of the PDP as a major opposition party. Okay. You know, I am a believer, a firm believer of a viral opposition in a democracy, in a multi party democracy. Okay. I'm a firm believer in a viral opposition. Okay. But what we've seen is the PDP, Juggernauts, uh, and whatever they call themselves, you know, they, they, they seem to want to be pitching their tent to where their bread will be buttered. You get what I'm saying? Okay. What they should have been doing to provide a viral opposition to our party, you know, to, to, to provide our opposition uh, checks and balances. They are not doing that. Okay. They are not doing that. And it's very shameful. And you cannot blame the APC for not, for not trying to poach, you know, the willing members. I want to, I want to defect. After all, politics is a game of numbers. Uh, Demola, I'll come to you. No, no, no. Demola, De Demola calm down. No, because we cannot, we, we, I don't think we should normalize that, really. Yes. I don't think we should. I will, I will I come. Mean, you are engaging in something that is unconstitutional, and then a young person Demola, is Demola, Demola, hold on. When you were talking, Demola, gentlemen, gentlemen, I will, I hold on. Gentlemen, gentlemen, hold on. Okay, so here, here are the ground rules. Here are the ground rules, right? When, when one person is talking, 
talking. We're going to let that person finish. And then if you have responses, you'll respond after they're done. Okay? Okay. Shagun, go ahead. Okay. So I said, you know, I expected that, you know, that this is six years of our administration. I expect a, a strong opposition from the PDP. I expected checks and balances. I expected them to put their acts together, you know, to prevent whatever unconstitutionality or whatever is saying that is happening. You get. But this is not the first time we are seeing defections, you know, across parties, both from PDP to APC. At the point, Governor Autumn of Benway State defected in, on the eve of the 2015 election, you know, to PDP and all that. And you also mentioned uh, Governor Baseki defecting, you know, last year when he had issues with the APC and all that. You know, I I would want, you know, more stringent conditions for uh, defections and all that. I would want our parties to be uh, based on ideology, you know, but you cannot stop a party, you know, people, if people are willing to join a party, whether governors, whether normal people or, or, or whatever, from joining. But I will want that, for instance, in my own party, that will protect the ideological core of the APC, such that, you know, the defectors do not come to uh, water down our ideology. You know, if you, are, if you are going to defect, you have to follow uh, the ideology of the APC, you have to follow, you know, the laid down uh, ground norms of governance that okay. the APC is implementing. Okay. And, you know, they said something about the unconstitutionality. It, the onus falls on PDP to go to court. If they feel so... No, the the okay, you know? okay, 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 hold on. I'm hold sorry, on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but when it comes to the constitution, I feel that, you know, we have to be very clear okay. so that people do not make any mistake. Okay. It is a constitutional matter. If a party is not factionalized, people should not defect. When they, when defection starts happening and we start justifying it on the basis of we are poaching, we are poaching, and then you are trying to walk back that statement now by saying that you wish that your party will reject people after saying that your party should be poaching, after encouraging it as normal politics, then I think, you know, we have to make the standard very clear. It's a constitutional matter. Do not defect if your party is not factionalized. This is settled in law. And so I do not believe any young person for any reason whatsoever, whether PDP, whether APC, should justify the fact of it. Now, when it comes to, in some cases, like on the issue of Governor Autumn, on the issue of business, which was a matter of life and death, out of the belief that the law was not made for man, or man was not made for the law, but rather the law was made for man, his people were dying. He was in the ruling party, APC. He was in that party and his people were dying and nothing was being done. He then decided that, look, for the sake of my people, I should go. That is a matter of life. It's a matter of life and death. How only. about Obaseki? So, I mean, Governor, Governor Obaseki was running for his political life, you know. So definitely, you know, we can say that, you know, that is also, that is also, that is also, is also, is also, you know, an issue. But, but the ruling party, the ruling party should realize that, look, you are the ruling party. You are the federal government. PDP did it in the past, many years ago. And it is condemnable then. You look at it case by case and you say, look, this is condemnable. Now, you might not know, Shekun Tomori, you might not know, but I know for a fact that most of these governors, some of these governors are being lured and some of them are being threatened. Now, you can go on and on and say, okay, you know, someone was in a position for a long time or this person or they are not babies and so on and so forth. People have different political methods. There are governors in this country who were threatened. I mean, look, if we if we 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 we, we know some of this, we know some of the politics that goes on behind. Because the fact is this: we have to 
make it very clear on this show that look, it is unconstitutional. There's a reason why the constitution forbids or the constitution prohibits defection, except in the case where your party is rationalized. Whether PDP is the beneficiary, whether APC is the beneficiary, constitutionally we have to set that ground now. Can I now, ask you? Can I can I ask you this? Can I ask you this, Demola? Should Bukola Saraki have resigned after defecting? In what situation? When he was where? When he defected. A, when he defected, should he have resigned? Yes. Well, interestingly, interestingly, something something interesting was going on at the background at that time. If you remember, um, um, Alaji Buba Galadima continues to insist that he is the leader of a faction, or as at that time he was insisting that he was the leader of, the, of a faction of the APC. Hmm. Now, he is an APC factional leader. Hmm. So, the party was factionalized at that time. Now, the tactics has been tried before, you know, where the opposition triggers a triggers a factionalization in the other party in order to permit their um, their members to come. We've seen it happen in PDP before under President Gulag Jonathan. There was a group called itself NPDP, and that was what facilitated the governor's defection to make up what became APC. And so, when somebody is talking about ideology. I do not understand, you know, which party is really ideological or which ideology of APC they are coming to contaminate. Because we all know, or some those of us who are political watchers or who understand politics understand that if there's any party in this country today that does not have any ideology, it's the all progressive congress. You know, a party that calls up a progressive party but has no progressive ideals. That that you know, the number one figure in that party does not even understand what restructuring it is which is supposed to be a major plank of um, of um, uh, progressive ideology. So, constitutionalism must be upheld, even when we continue to politic. Um, poaching members is a sign of weakness. I mean, you feel dead people in this state, for God's sake. And you have people like Senator Marafa, um, you have people like the former governor Yari in Zamfara, saying that, look, they do not want this person to be a part of their party, but you have a party that is that is, you know, so bent on, on, on acquiring structures in poaching, as Shegun describes it. But, you know, if that poaching is done in line, if you are selling your ideology, if you are doing the hard work, if you have an ideology to sell to the people and people come on the basis of that, then we understand. But when it comes on the basis of intimidation mm-hmm. and on the basis of um, of luring them and on the basis of saying that, you know, once you come to APC, um, your sins are forgiven or, you know, doing things like picking oil wells from one state and giving it to another you know, those are the kind of things that we need to condemn, um, especially within our own generation. Shegun, I have to ask you this. I have to ask you this. What do you think about the legal argument that parties, not candidates, are elected? And therefore, if an elected official defects without a factional split, they should leave the seat. Shegun. Sandra, you you, you know, um, cases about legal argument and um, constitutionality and all that, I think is within the purview of the courts. You know, I think the Supreme Court, you know, you know, is the arbiter in terms of the Constitution and what have you. Those are the receiving end of this, of this defection, Demola and his party. If they feel so strongly about that, let them approach the courts. I want to see um, adjud- adjudication on that case. You know, I want I want to I want this to improve our jurisprudence. You get. Let us have a, a, a firm uh, Supreme Court uh, decision on that. So, if they feel so strongly about that, that okay, the defections are against the law and all that, they should approach the court, which is the right thing to do. It's not about recording going in progress. Go ahead. Sorry, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not about going. Okay, it's not about um, 
shouting about this is the law, this is the law. Let us have those that will adjudicate, rule on it, so that it can, uh, so that both APC and PDB can learn from that. You know, I, I don't mind once we have a Supreme, Supreme Court pronouncement on that issue, whichever party that it affects, it affects them. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But somebody has to take the decision. You don't keep shouting and saying, oh, it's illegal, it's against this. Well, no, no, approach the courts. Well, the PDP, okay. I, I was going to say, well, the PDP has said they will go to court, but um, we do have somebody in the PDP, in the PDP on, on the show today, and he will speak to that. But before you speak to that, I need to let Lagos in because we have a break coming up in three minutes and Lagos will kill me if they don't talk to both of you. Uh, call us 0700 0-1-4-6-5-7-1-9-0. If you're a man, please don't call the second number. That second number is for our female listeners. If you are a woman, don't call the first number. That first number is for our male listeners. 0700-993-993-993. For men, for women, 0-1-4-6-5-7-1-9-0. Women, 0-1-4-6-5-7-1-9-0. Everybody gets 60 seconds, one minute. That's it. Make your point. Go straight to the point. Don't start greeting my ancestors. Adedayo is an Ayobo. Hi, Adedayo. Good to have you on the show. Hi, Adedayo. Hi. I'm fine. You've got one minute. Evening, Sandra. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, to, to the two um, politicians over there, mm. I would just like to tell them that Nigerians, CAPC and PDP are the same. They are the same of the same. No difference. The two of them tomorrow will be on the can crossover. That's what we know about them. And it's a sign of weakness of the parties. If I have about a hundred million naira and I'm interested in being the governor and I put it down, I know either party will pick me up. Then after about two or three years, if I'm tired of that party, I will switch over to the other side once I have my money. In the situation where the party is the one that is financing the campaign of a candidate, Aha, then you can talk about the party now seizing the seat. Thank you for calling. Etim in Satellite Town, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, you've got 60 seconds. All right. Uh, PDP, I don't know why they are behaving like this, because they don't have shame and conscience. PDP was the reason, PDP is the reason why we have staggered election, governorship election in Nigeria. Because of their reading spree. Even the justice that have the bold courage to nullify those, to restore those stolen mandate to the rightful owners, Justice Ayo Salami, they sack him. Even when NJC recommended to Jonathan to sack him and they later make a U turn to reinstate him, Jonathan refused and rather he sent him on compulsory retirement. We'll take a break, we'll be right back. You are listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. 
It's 5.35. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Do defections help or harm democracy? I told you the Supreme Court has ruled that Nigerians elect political parties, not candidates. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, this factor become more and more important because with all of the defections happening, it raises an ethical question about defections. If as a senator, uh, but in the eyes of the law, the people did not vote me, Sandra Ezekwesili, but they voted my party instead, the Hard Facts Party. Should I remain a senator when I defect or should I leave the seat behind for the Hard Facts Party that actually got elected? If you listen to the PDP, they say yes. In fact, they're threatening to sue any more of its members who chooses to leave for the APC. Now, I've got a representative uh, from the PDP on the show. I also have uh, a card-carrying member from the APC on the show. Uh, Demola Larawaju represents the umbrella. He's a frontline Lagos PDP strategist. And um, Shegun Tomori is a member of the Young Stakeholders of the APC. He's also an Executive Director Communications for Red Media. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for staying on the show with us. Before the break, uh, somebody said something uh, interesting and it's something that um, re-echoes a point that Demola made in the beginning. I'm, I'm going to have to come back to uh, Demola with that question and then Shegun, you're going to respond after Demola answers. But um, 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 you know what? I think I should flip it. Let me start with Shegun and then I'll come back to Demola. Shegun, when Adam Soshomale says... Uh, when he was your party member, then he was your party's national chairman, he famously or infamously said that if you have a corruption matter but join the APC, you will be washed white as snow. The PDP has pointed to this statement over and over as proof that your party is using anti-corruption cases as part of a carrot and stick strategy to force powerful politicians to join you. How do you justify those comments by Oshomole while he was your party chairman? And how do you address these carrot and stick accusations that Demola has mentioned over and over since this conversation started? I won't uh, justify any statement made by the former chairman. Um, the former chairman has been removed. Uh, as the former, is now a former chairman. So whatever I said belongs to the past, so to speak. So, um, and I don't think, and Sandra, I don't think the way he said it is the way you put it, you get. He might have said some things jokingly, but I don't think he said it the way you put it. I think you helped him to garnish the way he said it, Sandra. So, you know, that's on a a lighter mode, though. So, but I I, I feel that um, I don't know anything about um, carrot and stick or luring or intimidation or whatever that Demola keeps saying. I know that they are lobbying. Politics is about lobbying. Like I said, it's about lobbying, it's about negotiations, it's about um, talking to people and all that. So if you are talking about negotiations, if you're talking about lobbying, that our party is doing, yes, you know, our our party can can be said to be lobbying. You know, um, members that don't feel that their party is comfortable for them, members that that feel disenchanted with their party, Members of the opposition that the opposition cannot keep in their fold. It's very shameful that they cannot keep their members just because they are in opposition. You know, it's very, it's very shameful. They should have a close-knit system of members, you know, that will be committed, you know, to, to providing a viral opposition 
for the ruling APC, but they 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 they've lost, they they seem that they are rudderless. The PDP today, as an opposition party, is rudderless, is uh, directionless, doesn't even know what to do and how to play the game. You know, I think the, the, the game they know how to play most is to be in your ruling party and to run a kleptomaniac administration. That is what they know how to do best. All right, let's so leave it at that. Let's leave it at that because you got two minutes. So let me give two minutes to Demola. Demola, what do you say to that? I think I should start from where he ended the previous time, you know, because I didn't get a chance to address some of the things that he that he concluded with. You know, like I said, um, I'm happy that, you know, um, Sandra, you're a young person. Shegun, you're also a young person, and I'm also a young person. I think we need to set a standard for politics in our generation. Um, I'm not one, the caller who called in said, you know, if you have 100 million, you can be elected on one party platform and defect on another party platform. I'm one of those who believe that, you know, it is things like this that make political parties in Nigeria not have ideology because our people themselves do not have ideology. They don't believe in one direct thing. And I've given an instance, how do, how does APC accept into its fold um, how does a so-called progressive party accept people into its fold whether or not they believe in the progressive ideology? And that is why I said that APC is a party that has no ideology because you have the number one person in that political party saying that, you know, he doesn't understand what restructuring means, whereas restructuring should be a major plank of the progressive ideology, which is, you know, a radical change ideology. So as young people, we should be able to say we want a standard to be there in politics. So it's not just about saying, oh, we've pushed your members go to court. No. When Nigerians voted for APC on the promise of change, they wanted them to be different from what it was. Now, it is unfortunate that PDP got out of power at a time when PDP had changed, when PDP had dropped some anti-democratic tendencies. A lot of things... Our democracy is not is not is not going to be eight years old by 2023. It didn't start with President Muhammad Buhari. Litigations have been going on before now on these issues. So when somebody sits here and says, "Oh, go to court about it," the matter has been litigated. Supreme Court has made it clear because on the ballot, what you have is political parties are not persons. And so when people then take that seat and betray the trust of the people and live in a proper ideological society. That person should feel a certain onus to, to, you know, to resign that office. But what we have in Nigeria is an aberration. You know, it's an aberration of democracy, particularly under this government, under this party. It's an aberration of democracy. But they should not make us repeat the mistakes of the early days of PDP. There was a time when PDP used to do these things too, you know, poaching members and celebrating it. But those things are not long-term, long -term, they're not sustainable in the long term. And so I think, you know, we as young people can agree, you know, I mean, it's a political party. I mean, my party is a political party, it's not a cult. If the party, if I feel that the party, you know, is deviating from, from, from something, I can, I can speak out and say, look, I disagree in this particular instance. I don't think that, you know, this is right. So we set the tone of constitutionality, first of all, set the tone for ideological politics in Nigeria, second of all, and then we, we should also be able to say that, look, Political parties should go out there and prove themselves. Okay, so so that's your two minutes. That's your that that then they should go and set up structures. That's your two minutes, but I'll stay on you, Demola, and then I'll come back to Shegun. A lot of Nigerians, and you heard the caller who called in, right? A lot of Nigerians believe that there isn't much difference between your parties. Now, I'm sure you both disagree with that, but here's what Nigerians ask. If APC and PDP are really so different, how come both parties have such an easy time accepting members from the other party who defect? 
aren't they the same people who were making the other party so bad and so different from your party, Demola? Well, I mean, for me, I think, you know, if people say that the parties are not different from each other, it's a function of the fact that Nigerians themselves, as one of the callers himself, you know, um, demonstrated, um, people don't have, you know, ideologies when it comes to governance. People are easy to say, oh, it doesn't matter who you vote, it doesn't matter. But one thing that I am sure of is that within the past um, six years, people have seen the difference between what it was under PDP and what it is now under APC. And so if people feel that there's still no difference between their quality of life, between um, the freedoms that they had under the previous PDP government, if they feel that there's no difference between that and this, then we say good luck to everybody. But, you know, some of us know that there is a key difference, and that difference is that our party is a better manager of the economy. Our party had left the early days. You see, for me, I think the important thing is for us to do right with the people. And that is that APC should have learned from the mistakes of PDP and not go back to the earliest days of PDP and be making the same mistake. I mean, I've also been in that position before where, you know, we had governors defecting and our party was celebrating. If APC is coming back to that now, forgetting that these things have gone through the process of litigation and it is now an accepted fact in law by the Supreme Court pronouncement, then, you know, we know that we, APC is determined to make all the mistakes that PDP had made initially. So for me, there's a clear difference between both political parties. But if, if you, uh, but if you keep accepting, but again, you didn't, you didn't address. I, I, my question is two parts, right? So you say there's a difference, but if you have people from the APC defecting to join your party, and your party um, easily accepts them from the party you say is different from yours, are you? Are, are these people you're accepting not the same ones who make that other party so bad and so different from your party? Why do you accept them? Well, the thing is this: for me, the the key the key factor with the with the PDP, the key factor that makes PDP different ideologically from the APC is that we are a nationalist party. Okay, it's a party that welcomes people from all over the country. It's a party where Igbos can be, Fulanis can be, Yorubas can be, and everyone feels accepted. On that front, you know, um, um, anybody who's coming in, it's easy for us to accept them because the differences we have with the APC in that regard. Is that um, um, we are not um, we don't we are not a party that um, looks at et- ethnicity so much. And so, when you feel that there is a problem, our name is the People's Democratic Party. When you feel that there is a problem in your political party, the People's Democratic Party will come to your rescue. And we have two instances of this. The first one is in the issue of um, Governor Samuel Autumn. Uh, this argument with Governor Samuel Autumn is not about performance in office. It was never about any of those things. PDP is a party that values life, like I said. And when Governor Autumn was going to come, it was because of the mandate of his people that, look, go to a party that can offer us protection. And PDP was only happy to offer him succor in that situation. And then you also had the issue of Governor Baseki. Here you have a sitting governor who, because of the because of the national chairman, his seat was being threatened a lot. He was going through a lot within that political party. And he ran to PDP for succor, and PDP accepted him. So it wasn't an ideological defection in that, in, in that, in that instance. But every defection that has happened on the other way, I mean, in every instance, there is a major ideological clash there. You look at that of Belo Matawale in Zamfara. You look at that of Dave, Dave Umayi. Can Dave Umayi say that his people identify with APC and that is why he has gone to APC? You have the case of Ben Ayade in Cross River. Can Ben Ayade say that the people of Cross River wanted a defection to PDP, um, to APC rather? You cannot say that. So... The instance is very, very clear. PDP has left that kind of politics that, you know, that they are celebrating. 
PDP prefers to meet them on the battlefield of elections and win those states. But when we now win those states and then because you are a federal power, you snatch those states or you poach it, as Shegun said, and then you ask them to go to court if they like. I mean, such arrogance or such um, such 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 barefaced um, um, daylight robbery, you know, is unfair. But at the end of the day, the onus also remains on the people. Um, the case of Sanfara is very, very clear in Sandra because the, the Supreme Court said that APC did not, and even a, a senator in APC, Senator Kabiru Marafa, said we do not want you to come. But because some interest in Abuja wanted Bilu Matawale to come to their political party, they eventually brought him in against the wish of their own members within that state. All right, let's leave and it at that. Justifying it and saying people should go to court. Let's leave it at that. I mean, those Le- things are... Let's leave it at, it's, let's it's, leave, let's leave it at that. I want to hear Shagun's thoughts. But before Shagun's com- Shagun comes on, let me tell you, Lagos, that uh, the last 15 minutes of this show is brought to you courtesy Unicaf. Unicaf is a leading uh, global education um, institution helping you get education from uh, countries that don't need you to defect one way or the other. Huh? <laughs> so let's take a quick message from our sponsors uh, started sponsoring this show from uh, f- from 545 we'll listen to them come back and hear what um, Shagun Tomori has to say to the points that Demola has raised ready to invest in your future Explore endless opportunities with the exclusive UNICEF Scholarship Program. Choose from a wide range of master's degrees from prestigious British universities. Study online. Balance education with family and career growth. Extra benefit, a customized payment plan to make it even easier for you. Call us on 07000-31300. That is 07000-31300 to help you jumpstart today with Unicav. You can. We'll tell you more about Unicav after we listen to Shagun. Shagun, you heard the points Demola made. What do you say? Yes, I do. Yeah, thank you, Sandra. You know, it's very laughable that... Um, he keeps saying that restructuring, there's nothing being done about restructuring. APC does not care about restructuring. I can tell you today, Sandra, that for the first time, you know, in, in our recent history or in the history of this country that I know of, local government allocations were paid directly to them. Was it last month or two months ago? That's fiscal autonomy. Under this administration, fiscal autonomy for local government, for state legislature, and for state judiciary has been, you know, well, has not only been passed in the National Assembly, but also backed by Executive Order 0110 by the president. So when he's saying the president does not care about restructuring, what kind of restructuring do you want? Yeah, but that's not the question. Um, Shagun, you're, you're starting from the end. Start from the beginning. Remember that um, my first question yeah, was, yeah, yeah. people have I said... I need to say that because he has, he has said that like twice. I'm going and to I get to it. The president yeah. said he doesn't understand. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 will, we will go to restructuring, but the point I want you to address for me, Shagun, uh, the point I want you to address yeah. is the point where people say there isn't much of, much of a difference between your both parties. Do you agree with that or disagree with it? That's number one. Okay, so number two, if the APC and the PDP are really so different, how come both parties have such an easy time accepting members from the other party who who defect? I mean, the people who are defecting from the other party, they are the ones that are so bad and so different from your party, right? Why is your party accepting them? Well, well, to to talk about the difference between uh, the APC and the PDP, you know, for, the, for, for, for instance, the ABC is implementing the National Social Investment Program, NSIP, 
which is unarguably the, 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 the largest, and most ambitious, you know, social protection program in sub-Saharan Africa. You know, cutting across, um, you know, soft credit to artisans, to farmers, to market people, to employment, empower, you know, to uh, conditional cash transfers to the vulnerable and the poor, which is part of our manifesto. And that's and fantastic. Other- that's fantastic. But the other side, the other side, um, you're saying that that's why you're different from them. You're, you're saying that this is why you're different, right? Now, why are you accepting the other side that is so different from you? That's the question. Well, but you didn't allow me to say what we said. You are just cutting me. You allowed Demola to say everything. You're not allowing me to say, you know, the difference. There are key ideological differences. I'm trying to, you know, show you the difference. Under their own administration, they superintended over an employment of maybe few thousands that we had deaths of people in Abuja National Stadium. You know, when they were going to uh, uh, do immigration recruitment. And yet you are accepting governors from their party into your party. Why? Well, that is, uh, like I said, there should be stringent conditions for defections. Defections has been happening across parties. Mm. You know, he was saying that um, uh, Autumn, they gave soccer to soccer to Autumn. They gave soccer to um, governor, governor of um, Edo State, right? So what we can also claim that we are giving soccer to disenchanted governors of the PDP that are de- defecting. So that is not a point in law. If you are going to stand on the basis of law, let us talk about stand on the basis of law that, okay, it is also unconstitutional for both parties. Don't come and tell me that you are giving support to one governor, uh, this one is a life and death to another governor. How do you know it's not life and death to the governors that are defecting to our own party? You know, you can't be subjected the, the, the information. No, no, Damola, he didn't interrupt you. Damola, he didn't interrupt you, please. Uh, Shagun, go ahead. Yes, he's not allowing me to talk. So he's, he's being subjective. They are giving support to this one. That's why he accepting. This one has problem with his party. That's why he accepting. Do you know the real reasons for the defections? You know, going on in APC uh, from PDP to APC. Do you know the internal? If you meet the governors and they tell you about the internal politics that drove them from their party to APC, will, will you dispute that with them? So you can't just come here and be talking about constitutionality on one side and telling me that telling us that. You are bringing, bringing soccer, bringing soccer to governors that are disenchanted or something. You don't say that. If you want to stand on the point of constitutionality, stand on it. You know, and, and I said I am an advocate for stringent conditions. I stand on that for defections. You know, and I also say you said there's a. What will these conditions well, be? Shagun, Shagun, what will those conditions be? Conditions well. He has to, for instance, yeah, like I agree that if there, if there are no uh, proven cases of, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, problems in your party, whether in the state chapter or something, or division, so to speak, you should not be allowed to defect or get away with the, with the mandate. I agree with that. But there has to also be a way to prove that there are no, uh, there are no disagreements, there are, not, uh, there are no factions, because... There might not be factions in the national. There might be factions in the states. So it depends in on how... In the three states, there were no factions. Demola, stop interrupting. Demola, stop interrupting. Shagun, go ahead. So it depends on how we are able to prove at the state level, you know, if, for instance, I'm not in the um, Zamfara, for instance, I'm not in um, Cross River. What did the governors there tell us that, okay, there are, defect, there are factions there, there are problems within the party. They can prove that to the courts. So that's why I'm saying this thing, we can go to argue it. The, the, the party that is agreed, so to speak, can go and challenge it based on the other uh, Supreme Court judgment to say, okay, so we got, you have said this, this is what is happening. Please help us educate. Is there a basis for them to defect? You get. So instead of just shouting and just ranting, let them go to the Supreme Court to 
you know, uh, complain that, okay, you've given this judgment, this is happening now. We want you to educate so that everybody will be clear. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Gentlemen, you have both said that um, your your two parties are doing the same thing. You've both said that your two parties are offering succor to members of these other parties who have issues with their own political parties. And you're both also um, lending credence to what the people think, that there's no difference between your parties because you're offering succor to people from the other side. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance to respond to what I've just said, but I have uh, Unicaf uh, sponsoring uh, 15 minutes of this show and, um, I, I mean, we really need to hear what their offerings are. I mean, you're not you're not defecting to any other... Um, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us on the show. I wish we had time to take calls. Uh, more people are trying to call into the show, uh, but Lagos, we are completely out of time. I know. Where does the time go when you're having a great time? Yes? But um, uh, here's what we're going to do because I'm sure that... Um, um, Shagun has um, responses to what I said about um, both of you not doing a good enough job at showing Lagosians how different your parties are. Demola also probably has a response to that as well. So how about we move this conversation to a part two and have a do-over perhaps next week? Is, is that something you both like to do? Gentlemen? Yes, I mean, for me, uh, for me, I would love to clarify okay. that, you know, PDP, PDP is an opposition party. Yes, you don't have anything to offer anything. We're, we're out of, we're, we're out of time. Of we're out of time, Demola. You can't sneak in a defense right now. We're out of time completely. But Demola Larimwaju, thank you so much for your time. Shagun Tomori, thank you so much.